Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live podcast. My name is Jason DeMars, and I just want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please write in to us. You can contact me at jasondemars.com, and uh, we're going to continue on our subject. Um, We've been talking about... We've entitled it Ecumenism versus Outreach. And this is part two. And once again, we're answering the question, where is the line of fellowship and reaching out without compromising or being ecumenical? And just to remind everyone, please, if you're, if you're watching, uh, put in the comment section and say hello and say where you're um, watching us from love to hear from you. God bless you, Sister Rhonda. Thank you for listening in from New Brunswick, Canada. So where's the line of fellowship and reaching out without compromising or being ecumenical? So last time we spoke about the fact that there is a true unity in the scripture that that, uh, is a biblical unity in God's way, on God's terms, through His truth. That we're unified with His truth and therefore unified with one another. There's also a false unity that dismisses God and says, let's be unified around human government, human purpose. Uh, I don't see the name, but someone's watching from Lusaka, Zambia, welcome. God bless you. So, in looking at compromising um, and being ecumenical, you know, Brother Branham talks about that time and time again, how we cannot compromise God's word and we cannot be ecumenical. It's a bad spirit working in the church to take away the authority of the Word of God. Number one, we can never compromise on belief in God's Word. Number two, the sovereignty of the local church cannot be ignored. In the early church, there was a slow development of an outside authority to dictate to the local church. And whatever title you might give that, it is not scriptural. The only, in the, in the local church, according to the Bible, the elders are the highest authority in the local church. Uh, the pastor being elected to be one of those, but the Bible puts it as the elders. And they're the authority of the church. And outside of um, the elders, there's no authority that's on, on the outside looking in, whether we call it a bishop, apostle, etc., the, the apostle or missionary who's involved with the church is there to advise and preach and convict and correct, but they're not there to make the decisions for the local church. We have to divide that. And this is the place where it, uh, uh, it becomes ecumenical and it becomes an organization is when there's an outside authority controlling and dictating a local church, and that's not not scriptural. 
The headship of the local church is Christ, not men. Christ is in control of the local church, and the local church is to be independent and sovereign to itself. When I look at this topic that we're talking about, I, I think of three different things in three different directions that we could go when looking at this talk, topic. How do we deal with differences within message circles and remain in fellowship? Two, how do we deal with differences in denominational churches around us? And three, how to deal with both of these issues on the missions field. And each of these um, has a, a significant part to play, and we need to talk about each of those. So from Webster's original dictionary, the word compromise means a mutual promise or contract of two parties in controversy to refer their, to refer their differences to the decision of arbiters, arbitrators, to an amicable agreement between parties in controversy to settle their differences by mutual concession. Three, mutual agreement or adjustment. And so in this viewpoint with Webster, what Webster's talking about, it seems like a compromise is all right. It's okay. And on certain levels, that's true. We need to, uh, when it comes to personal likes and dislikes, the things that we appreciate, the, the, the type of preaching that we like, um, the type of food that we like, um, just in personal relationships, we need to compromise with one another. But when it comes to scriptural matters, we don't compromise. We seek to come to the biblical conclusion, and then we stand firm and steadfast in that biblical conclusion. In the, in the, in the newer um, dictionary, if you just look it up on Google, the word compromise, it says, to come to agreement by mutual concession, to find or follow a way between extremes, or to make a shameful or disreputable concession. And I think that's really what we're looking at is compromising on God's word is a shameful or disreputable concession. We're not here to compromise God's word and walk in disobedience to God's word. We're, we're here to find how we can not compromise on God's word and live in complete obedience to the word of God. So when we're talking about compromise in this, uh, in this situation, we're speaking of that shameful, disreputable concession. You know, it's really difficult to answer hypothetical questions, and so you have to kind of create a situation um, and speak about that. But you have to also understand that situations change, and they vary based on circumstances. So... This is a specific question that deals with a line, and we can be close to the line, we can cross it, or we can stay far, far away from it. Um, and we all have slightly varying viewpoints on many, many different doctrinal points. Um, where you draw the line on that, which is heretical and damaging to souls, and that which is simply a differing viewpoint that you can accept as within the bounds of the message. So that's critical, is to understand where do we draw the line? Where do we say, this is, 
sinful, damaging, and dishonoring to God. And where is the place where we can say, well, we have different viewpoints, but, and that's okay, but they're my brother. So where do we draw that line? Um, Brother Branham dealt with that so much, and um, that's important to understand. So, you know, some people take the viewpoint that if you just name the name of Brother Branham, that's enough. That's enough for me. You're my, you're my brother, and we're together in this thing. Well, some people worship Brother Branham. Are we together with that? Some people take Brother Branham's quotes and they manipulate and control believers through them. Um, some people take Brother Branham's quotes and use them as a club to beat other people over the head. Are we one and unified with that? These are the questions that we want to look at and talk about. Other people will draw the line swiftly and quickly and write others out of the kingdom of God with just one small disagreement. So then there's how do you handle these questions within your extended family, with your adult children, and then also in the local church, and then in the broader community of the message. Those are some difficult difficult questions uh, to look at. How do you handle cooperation in a local outreach meeting with denominational churches? Where do you draw the line of fellowship around the message when there's a pastor or a church whom you view as off the word and as a danger to the spiritual life of believers? Amen. Amen. Jeff Curry, Jeff Curry says, and, and then why do people uh, want to talk about this man and not about Jesus Christ? Yeah, you know, that's... That's a wonderful question, Brother Jeff. And it isn't about talking about this man. We talk about Paul. We talk about Peter. We talk about different men through the scriptures. And it's, uh, that's, fun. that's just fine. God uses different men throughout different ages to bring his word to us. It's not all about this man. But he was an example to us because he was the messenger to the seventh church age. We don't worship this man. We don't lift him up as as being on a level of worship. That's antichrist. That's blasphemy. That's polytheism. It's disgusting. We're not making an idol. So, thank you for your question, Brother Jeff. Where do you? Uh, how does a pastor handle this situation compared with an evangelist, and how should a missionary handle it? Each of those ministries would handle the situation differently because they have a different situation that they're dealing with. Now, there's two dangers when you're looking at this, and, and I'm, I'm about to close here. Two dangers when you're looking at this question. Again, if you're just tuning in, the question is this. Where is the line of fellowship and reaching out without compromising or being ecumenical? And so two dangers when I'm looking at this is that we allow for differences in areas God calls us to be firm and steadfast and uncompromising. And then two is being dogmatic in areas that God calls us to allow for differences. And so those two things are critical. Again, 
There's areas where we can allow for differences and say, that's my brother. Brother Branham did that also as an example to us. And then there's areas where we're just dogmatic and we do not allow for any differences because this is essential to salvation. And we'll talk about that more in future episodes of, of the podcast. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. We appreciate you. May God bless you.